Hey everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast where we go on a deep dive to help you discover how to move on from yo-yo diets and away from toxic diet culture. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Travis Murrells. I'm the owner and a head coach of The Fitness Genie. I've battled extremely poor mental health, manic depression, crippling anxiety, homelessness, and the absolute rock bottom that comes with those depressive thoughts. Fast forward to today, however, I've coached over 1,000 people to reduce anxiety, heal their relationships with food, themselves, and their body. Now we have an amazing, outstanding team coaching women all over the globe to achieve the body, but more importantly, the life that they want to be living. So if you're someone that is ready to move on from the classic 90s fad diets, Slimming World, Jenny Craig, unsustainable 1200 calorie meal plans, and you want some freedom in your life, then this is the podcast for you. All of our coaching is one-on-one and 100% customized to the individual. We find a middle ground to start from and build the program around the client as opposed to trying to get a client to fit our system. We decided to say, fuck it, throw out the previous designs of the fitness industry and create something that actually works. Designing it from scratch every time a new client wants to change their life and signs up. So I'm not gonna keep you any longer. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you can engage when we're looking for feedback, ideas, discussion topics, and all that fun stuff. But otherwise, enjoy this episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Welcome to the Fitness Genie Podcast. Coach Laura here, and I'm going to discuss all things sleep today. I haven't really planned anything out, but I've got a lot of ideas that I want to talk about in terms of helping people who struggle with their sleep. Um, And this kind of came about because someone on the Discord community asked for help. She suffers from insomnia. What can she do in order to um, help herself sleep better? Uh, Especially since she's just not able to function during the day properly and not doesn't have the energy to train or do much. So before I progress into this, uh, it's important to note that if you do struggle with sleep, this is based on my experiences and my own research and what's helped myself and my clients. Please, please go see someone, an expert in order to help you. Uh, figure out the cause of it and what could help you. The reason I say that is because there could be a number of things causing the issue. It's important to also get to the bottom of that because sleep is what everything in your day is based around. If you're not getting quality sleep, then it's going to affect everything within your day. I think a lot of people they forget to focus on that it seems like a bit of a hardship they don't know where to start with it so they start looking throughout their day and seeing what they can take out or put in in order to help them function better throughout their day for instance uh building up the amount of caffeine they're taking in that's a really big one okay i didn't sleep very well so this means i'm gonna have to have like three four five coffees um increasing the amount you're eating or the amount of sugar that you're eating, your cravings will go up. So you'll probably find that if um, you're trying to get through your day and not looking at your sleep, you might find that you're actually reaching out for more food or more sugary foods as well to just keep the energy levels up throughout the day. But that's just covering up the symptoms of the lack of sleep. So let's look at the root cause of what's causing us not to be able to 
either fall asleep or to constantly wake up through the night. There's different types of these insomnia issues and it's really dependent on the individual and obviously what is causing the issue. So um, for me personally, I've had it where I've had both. I've had issues with trying to fall asleep. But for me now, I guess um, I more often than not, when I do struggle with sleep, it will be more of the waking up in the middle of the night and then not being able to fall asleep because of anxious thoughts or just overthinking spiraling. You wake up for to go to the toilet and then you go back to bed and then it's literally like you think of everything that you need to do and that you haven't done and you start panicking even if you've had if you've got a to-do list <laughs> you just keep panicking about everything so um finding that root cause could be coming from a number of issues and I might not be laying them all out on the table but obviously like I said this is based on my own experiences and with my clients as well um it might be firstly that you're not doing enough during the day. So what I mean by this is if you're someone who's at a, who has a sedentary job, um, not doing much activity around the job or in the job as well, um, stepping, I don't know, could be around 2,000 or less uh, steps a day, haven't got any physical activities, it could mean that you're not burning enough energy to allow you to um to require to require you I'm trying to figure out the right way to say this <laughs> stumbling over my words but it's not gonna um help you fall asleep if you haven't burnt enough energy throughout the day so increasing the amount of activity and productivity that you have going on will help you be able to uh, get a better sleep so you it's it's a fine balance of obviously not overworking yourself and being constantly busy and being overly stressed because you've got too much going on. Um, and there's obviously that feeling of having done absolutely nothing, having the sedentary job, which is fine, but doing nothing around it, which is then causing you to probably feel exhausted throughout the day. But then when it comes to sleep, it's not there. Like you, you, you haven't burnt enough energy to warrant the sleep. There we go. I found the word. <laughs> so what you could do is increase the amount of steps that you're taking. For If you're someone who's not quite in the right place yet to start up an exercise regime, that's fine. You can just increase the amount of steps you're going for. So if you're um, at the moment getting around 2,000 steps or less, then aim for 4,000 steps in the first week or so then slowly build it up to slowly be able to do something um maybe close to 10,000 it's that's just a goal out there that you can reach that most people base their activity around but again go according to your abilities and what feels right for you if you feel like 5,000 steps is what works in your lifestyle and helps you fall asleep then great go for that so that's one thing, the activity level. The second thing I'd say is the amount of blue light that people are getting um, later on in the evening. The amount of blue light they're getting later on in the evening as well as um, their circadian rhythm is a bit 
thrown off from the light uh the light exposure that they have throughout the day i feel like i need to start that one again <laughs> okay so what i mean is um on waking and throughout the day you want the blue light so blue light from screens from sunshine um you want to have that in moderation the screens and the technology but when it comes to sunlight which has more exposure of the other lights as well but more so blue light during the day that would be great to get i would recommend getting yourself some sun exposure early early morning like when you wake up go outside for at least 15 minutes don't look directly at the sun um it also doesn't matter if it's clouded over just getting that natural light on your skin will help with your circadian rhythm then later on during the day in the afternoon in the evening I would recommend starting to wear some blue blocking glasses or staying away from screens, especially during the evening. Now, I say that and people recommend staying away from screens, but sometimes that's just not feasible. And especially in this modern life when we have so many screens around, it's very difficult to avoid that in the evening. As well as, it's nice to watch a film or watch a series before going to bed. So I'm not taking that away from anyone, but I do highly recommend getting some blue blocking glasses, if you can, or some red light glasses in order to get more red light in the evening. Uh, what I like to do is, after dinner, switch off most of the bright lights in the room that I'm in and in the house. And then I actually have some red light uh, they're not they're not bulbs but we have them that if you're watching this then this will make sense but they're these thin strips of colored led light things that we have like underneath the tv so i will switch that on and that will glow up the room so obviously we're not just sitting in the dark but if we're watching something in the evening i'll switch that on and switch the bright yellow bright lights off and that really helps you just calm down and kind of complement the rhythm of your of your day to get you ready for sleep Hey everybody, just wanted to jump in here to remind you that Christmas is just around the corner and one of our busiest time periods for signups is late November through to around about mid-December. One of two things happens around this time. One, people either start for around about four to eight weeks before Christmas, obviously depending on their start date, so that they can get the foundations of their health journey and what works for them in the tangible sense. Then when we come back into it in the new year, we just flick the switch, keep doing what we were doing and away we go. Or, number two, what's most common for clients of mine is they lay down their deposit and start paying off the program now so that their payment schedule is extended, which helps out the budget a lot. From there, they're locked in and ready to go for when we come into the new year, knowing that they're secured, we have a start date, they have their program already in hands, they're in and they're committed to smash out the new year with a coach that is not going to let them fall into another shitty resolution thing that they've always done. This is the last quote-unquote weight loss thing that you will ever do for a resolution. We can guarantee you that because we teach our clients to make us redundant. So if you are interested in this, check out our website for details, www.thefitnessgenie.com.au or visit the link in our Instagram bio for everything else, Fitness Genie. But for now, back to the episode. The other thing on circadian rhythms is 
Uh, if you're someone who practices cold shower therapy, which is a massive buzz at the moment and something that I do myself, the way that the circadian rhythm works is that it's best to do the cold therapy, the cold showers in the morning. If you're doing it in the evening, that could be causing you to stay awake as well because it changes the temperature of your body. Um, in the evening, go for warmth. So have yourself like a hot bubble bath or shower before bed. The next thing could be that you're deficient in some, in some sort of mineral. So mineral or vitamin could be worth getting this tested at the doctors. You should be quite easily able to get your electrolytes tested um, just through a normal blood test. That shouldn't be an issue, I don't think. But most people are deficient from what I've heard and from what I've researched. Most people are deficient in magnesium and magnesium is uh, something that's really important to help avoid things like anxiety and sleep deprivation. What I found when I was magnesium deficient, when I started taking it, I would take it in the evening. You can take it in the morning. I personally prefer in the evening. I will take a scoop at dinner and then the net, within 45 minutes to an hour, I'm like ready for bed. I'm super tired. And it tends to allow me to stay asleep throughout the night as well. I might get up once or twice in the night to go to the toilet, but that's about it. So that's something useful to know. You can easily get magnesium um, in pharmacies and online. And they're often bound with something else. So you can get like magnesium glycinate or citrate or whatever. And that's just... I'm going to say this wrong probably, so <laughs> um, maybe don't take this as um, gospel, but it, what it's bound to, like the citrate or the glycinate, is the kind of the chemical that helps absorb it better in the body. <laughs> so I personally like glycinate because glycine um, also helps to um, filter through the amount of glycine glyphosate you have in the body and that's for I'm sure another podcast but just um in terms of like the herbicides and pesticides used on our foods and products that will help kind of filter that out of our system so that's why I like magnesium glycinate again it's totally up to you what you decide to choose do your own research but see if that can help as well there may be something else that you're deficient in um, personally, I'm not too versed with that, but it's something to look into if the other lifestyle changes are not working for you. So let's have a look. We've talked about the um, deficiencies. We've talked about circadian rhythms, being more active throughout the day. You might often find that, and this is the case for me, I like to do my workouts in the day or in the morning. I personally don't like working out in the evening when I'm lifting weights and building intensity um, because it keeps me awake for longer. However, if you've set, if you've been programmed a workout which helps you relax like yoga or specific training, like for instance, with some of my clients, I have flow state training or anxiety reducing movements that is okay to do in the evening if it helps you kind of stay in your parasympathetic but or rest and digest is another way to put that but um if it's something that really hypes you up then 
I recommend trying to do that in the morning or in the daytime. Obviously, for some people, that's just not possible. But see if doing all these other lifestyle changes, maybe that will kind of counteract feeling so hyped after your workout. The last thing I want to talk about is caffeine consumption. So um, I have learnt that caffeine is best to be taken in the morning and latest eight hours before you go to bed. So I personally cut it off at two. I also prefer to say like no later than noon. Be careful as well with pre-workouts and teas and chais and stuff because they have caffeine in as well. A big one is chocolate. The darker the chocolate, the more caffeine is actually in there. So if you're having pre-workouts or um, dark chocolate in the evening uh, or like later on in the day, just keep note that that might be affecting your sleep as well. Um, that's a big one for me personally that will affect your anxiety levels too. Like some people metabolize caffeine really well. Me personally, I don't metabolize it very well at all. I've, I'm very sensitive to it and just a tiny bit will get me like hyped for like the entire day and then I won't be able to sleep properly but then crash the day after. So if that sounds familiar to, me, if that, to you, if that resonates well with you, try and reduce the amount you're consuming if you're having a lot um, and try and stay away from caffeine after 2 p.m and see if that helps um if you're having just the one cup a day then in the morning then that's totally fine obviously if you're like me and you're super sensitive that might still affect you but if you're having like two three four five cups a day and remember like in Melbourne especially where I am the coffee is very good but very strong so those two shots like maybe more like four shots in some cases um yeah just be careful how much you're actually having throughout the day but anyway I'm gonna leave it there I hope that was useful for people let me know if you use any of these strategies to help you sleep um, I guess lastly, actually, final thing <laughs> is when you are uh, in the cycle of like waking up and being very anxious throughout the night, there are a few things that you can do to help calm you, I guess, and maybe that would be useful to go over. So I'll just mention briefly the things that I do that help me. The first one is box breathing. So... I like to breathe in through my nose and out through my nose. So breathing in for like a good four to five to six seconds, then holding your breath for four, five, six seconds, and then exhaling through your nose for however long you've done the other two. And just continue that and just make sure that it's um, nice, even breaths and you can almost like focus in on your heart rate and try and slow it down. Also remember to breathe in and out through 
the rib cage and the diaphragm. So if you feel like you're shallow breathing up here, so up in your chest, upwards, then try and focus on imagining your rib cage and your lungs are like 3D and you're trying to breathe out like this and expand your rib cage rather than breathing up and have these shallow breaths. So I'm going to digress again. This is not over yet. <laughs> Just talking about breathing. This is actually another big one, which I'm surprised I forgot to talk about. Nasal breathing. So if you're waking up throughout the night or in the morning with a dry mouth, it's very likely that you're mouth breathing. Mouth breathing, although has its function on a daily basis when you're not doing anything like that requires a sympathetic reaction, I recommend you try and focus on nasal breathing. Make sure that you practice nasal breathing, sleeping especially. You filter, you filter your air better through your nose than you do through your mouth. It also helps trigger the parasympathetic nervous system. So if you're someone struggling to sleep yet you're mouth breathing, that might be an issue too. I recommend getting some tape. Um, not nothing strong like duct tape or anything like that literally like um oh gosh i've forgotten the word is, is it not masking tape um just something like really light that you can just put over your mouth just um vertically so you still have the outside of your mouth showing just in case in the night you try to like rip it open that's okay um because you don't want to like be stuck but yeah just putting a little tiny strip of tape over your mouth and then focus on breathing in and out through the nose and train yourself to do that throughout the day and throughout the night and that could as well help you with your sleep okay that's it I promise <laughs> maybe I should have written notes otherwise I just keep harping on but I hope this was useful and like I said just let me know if you've used any of these strategies and um, I'd be very intrigued to see if they've helped you at all all right have a lovely day guys